Well, I guess in all your experience, you've never experienced this uh, four-week break mid-season. How's it been for you personally? Yeah, it's been nice. Like you say, it's the, it's the first in my career. And, you know, after 15 years playing, I can't believe I've got to do two pre-seasons in, <laughs> in one season. But, no, it's been nice. Yeah, a chance to sort of get away for a week or two and, and sort of recharge, have a, have a reflect on the season. Um, almost came at a little bit of a bad time for us after, you know, the Watford game and stuff like that, where I thought we played really well. But, you know, it's about knuckling down and a fresh start now and, and, and trying to look up rather than down and, and kick on and get back to where we were. You know, it's it a point earlier in the season to, to, you know, we had some sticky results in, in the mid part of it, but we want to try and get back to that. We know we can. And, yeah, it was nice to have a break. Like I say, a refreshed little mini pre-season and, and we're ready to go now. Yeah, Jeff spoke to Matty on Monday talking about the need to be clinical in both ends of the pitch. Where does City need to improve, do you think, if they are to climb the league table? I think like, like Jamo obviously said there, probably a little bit of both, to be honest. I think... If you look from box to box, especially maybe the last six-week period, we've we've actually been pretty good. And then we'll concede something soft or from a set play, and then we'll get in a really good position, and, and maybe the final ball or the final pass or the finish isn't quite there. So I think we're close. Um, but yeah, to be fair, Jamie's probably hit the nail on the head. They're probably both boxes a little bit more um, efficient, if you will. You know, in, in the defensive area, maybe just clearing the lines or, or making sure we're organised, and then in the attacking area, getting back to, to doing what we know our strikes and our, and our forward players and creative players do best. And and hopefully putting the ball in the net. And if we look back at the most recent performance against Watford, which was very positive, and you personally playing a few games at centre-back, how have you found that as an experience? Yeah, I've enjoyed it. You know, it's, it's something which, you know, I've not done until this season. I've done it, you know, actually, sorry, a couple of times, but never in sort of a sustained period, but something I'm enjoying. Um, you know, I've tried to watch when I knew that that was an option maybe for me to, to do. You know, I've tried to watch some of the players who play in that position, try and learn from them. Um, and yeah, listen, I'll, I'll play in any position which which is asked of me in, in any game, which is asked of me. So um, I think the gaffer knows that and, and maybe that's one of the reasons he's put me there. And, and like you say, the last game, I think it went well. Um, yeah, done it three times, you know, two clean sheets. That's not down to me. That's, uh, you know, a whole team effort, the same way as we said about what we need to improve on. Um, but yeah, so far, I can't, can't complain too much of it. And you must be delighted just to be playing. Of course, we had your, your injuries last year. How, how keen are you to get more regular yeah, first-team football? I think that's, that's the main thing for me. Like I said, I'm... I'm just delighted to be playing, um, you know, like I say, any position, any any sort of game, any competition or or any amount of minutes, you know, I just want to help the team. And, and I think, you know, that's something we can we can maybe all do a little bit better is, is you know, try and try and play as a team. You know, we've got individual brilliance, but it's maybe sometimes thinking, right, the ball's over there. How can I help my mate out? Can I move for him? Can if, if he loses it, where do I need to be and stuff like that? So it's just about, you know, like I say, polishing our game. Um, and yeah, the, the, the both boxes, I think, is, is this thing which which is the key at the moment. And you must be hoping to show the City fans as well what you can do. Yeah, of course, yeah. Um, it's obviously been stop-start since I've been here, but like I say, the game before the break was was really positive. We've had a couple of positive ones um, at home this season. So yeah, we want to try and keep that going, not just for myself. Obviously, um, you know, all players want to want to show what they can do, but but for the team as well, I think as a squad, we feel we should be higher in the league with, with what we've got. Um, so it's down to us to make sure we can prove that. And I know Nigel Pearson's given you some responsibility behind the scenes. How have you enjoyed this season off the pitch? Yeah, you know, I've always been a player who sort of wants to take responsibility, wants to help, you know, the younger players, especially. It's something which which I benefited from greatly when I was a younger player, you know, having the support and, and the knowledge passed down to me from older players. So it's something which I try and do with the younger players myself, you know, whether that's pull them to, to speak about the game or even just how they're feeling in terms of, you know, are they ready, are they preparing right and stuff like that. So something I enjoy and, and something I would sort of do anyway but obviously it's being made a little bit more official this year and, and like I say something I've enjoyed doing Yeah and do you enjoy giving your wisdom advice to people like Alex Scott who's got a very exciting future ahead of him? <laughs> yeah I enjoy giving it to him because he gives me a bit of stick back as well so <laughs> now it's good he's like you say he's got 
huge, huge future in, in front of him. I think I went on record as saying last year when he was 17, he's probably the best 17 year old I'd, see, I'd played with. And I think, you know, if you look at some of the players who I've had the, the privilege to play with when I was when I was an older player, you know, look at Ben Shilwell, Harvey Barnes, um, people like that have gone on to play for England. You know, I saw them at 17, 18. I think certainly at 17, Scotty was ahead of those. Um, so yeah, listen, he can go as far as he wants because he's got a mature head on his shoulders. Um, all the talent in the world and, and what will stand him in the best stead is, is that he's willing to learn and he will listen. Um, not just with me, but but with anyone who gives him um, any information he knows he's just trying to help and and yeah, that, that will take you a long way. And there won't be a City fan who's watching this interview who'll be complacent for Saturday because City don't have a great record at the New York Stadium. How tough a test is it, Rotherham away on Saturday? Yeah, I think it will be a huge test. You know, the, the Championship, I know everyone comes on here and every year says, you know, anyone can beat anyone. But I think this year it's actually probably the most... Um, it's been like that in in a number of seasons. There's no runaway team this year in terms of last year you had Fulham, Bournemouth. I think they were, if we're being honest, a lot better than everyone else. Um, you know, financially and probably ability-wise on the pitch, just the personnel they had on the pitch. But this year it doesn't seem to be so much that way. You know, we we went toe to toe with Watford last weekend, and or sorry, the, the game before the break, and we're probably better than them. Um, Premier League squad, Premier League budget. So we show we can do it. This is going to be a completely um, a different test, a different game altogether. But but certainly not one which is any easier. They're going to play a different style um, and one which we need to be ready for. And like you say, our, our record there isn't great. We're aware of that. And we need to we need to go there and try and put that right. Thank you. Hi, Andy. Um, the, the, there's been a lot of talk about the, the break over the winter for, for a few years. I think from a supporter's perspective, they, they love the festive schedule, but now you've actually had that break from a player's consensus. Do you think that's something that you'd like to have regularly? Yeah, I think... I don't think you'd have it over Christmas, I agree. I think while the public are off and, and you know, off work, kids are off school, I think over Christmas you need the games. You know, I remember as kids going to watch, I actually went to watch Bristol City v Brentford um, on Boxing Day because it was near where I was living at the time, so my dad took me and my brother to watch it. And we had a great day out, so I don't think you can have it over the Christmas period, but I think maybe in January or, or February when things um, return back a little bit to normal, I think maybe a little two-week break would, would certainly help. We've not played any of the games yet, so it's hard to tell in terms of the training. Yeah, people probably say they feel a bit fresher and stuff like that, but it's more the backlog of games which you get further down the line. So until we get to maybe February or March, we won't really be able to tell you if it's had a huge benefit. But I guess until you try it, you're, you're never going to know. So I know the Premier League do it where they have one week, but I don't think one week's enough. It's just like being out of the cup or, or having a postponed game, isn't it? So... I think it was something they'll certainly look at to do, especially probably in the Premier League where most of the players are international, so they get even less time off. Whether that will, will filter down to the Championship, um, I'm not too sure. I mean, it should do really because we play more games. But yeah, I'm, I'm not sure who makes these sort of decisions. But I think from a player's point of view, it would certainly benefit. But like I say, till we've played the games, it's, it's probably hard to say it will have a huge benefit or, or just a little one. Have you noticed that some of the players are rejuvenated in this? Yeah, certainly. Re yeah, rejuvenated. Obviously, it's given us time to get a couple of the injured lads back as well. You know, Nadine's back training, who's who's a huge player for us. Um, but I guess that can go the other way as well. And if you lose someone after the break, and you'll think, oh, well, we didn't get the break to get them back. So swings and roundabouts. But like I say, I think it brings a um, a new hunger back to the group. You know, when you've had a bit of time away, even if it's just a few days, um, it certainly brings back a, a rejuvenated squad and, and one who, who's also sort of got their heads down and, and want to kick on now. How are you with your message? Yeah, good. So I'm, I'm halfway through. Well, so I'm, I'm, I'm through my A licence now. Um, so hopefully if I can get that done by the end of the season, then, you know, that'd be nice. I can I can have both of those done and, and let's see what the future holds, really. Uh, are you at your comfort for about six, six months to the end of the season in, in this position? Do you have plans for what you're going to do afterwards at the moment? No, not really, to be honest. I want, Like I said, I want to have my badges done. Um, 
because that's something I certainly want to do when I finish. But you know, I want to see how my body feels and and what I plan to do at the end of that. I'm 34, and obviously a lot's been made of you know how you want to finish your career. You're, you're obviously with Cristiano Ronaldo, I'm no way comparing myself to him. But you know, I think there's certainly an area where do you want to carry on and, and try and be playing, or or, or you, are you prepared to understand that your, your body's winding down and it's time for for other players to come through and, and can you take that role? And I think for me personally, I, like I said to you earlier, I, I actually quite enjoy helping some of the younger lads, you know, seeing them come through and stuff like that. So, yeah, I'm not too sure. Um, I'm just enjoying it from week to week at the moment. Like I said last year with the injuries and stuff like that, I'm just enjoying being fit, being able to contribute to helping the team, um, especially at this club as well. It obviously means that a little bit more to me. So it's been really nice and, and one which, which I'm enjoying. Um, but in terms of looking past in the season, I don't want to look too far ahead at the moment. Yeah, they were good, weren't they? Yeah, they were very entertaining. There was one comment in there where they, uh, they say that you feel like a big kid around them. Is that true? <laughs> yeah, a little bit to a certain extent. Um, yeah, they, they keep me young, don't they, those two? But, you know, like I said, we've, we spoke about Scotty earlier, you know, great lads, the pair of them. Um, and both going to have, you know, big, big futures, like I said with Scotty. You know, I can echo the same for TC as well. He's, he's having a brilliant season, a standout season. I actually remember speaking to him on the plane back from Austria. And saying like you will get a chance this year because you, you've done really well in pre-season. You did really well in that week in Austria, and those pre-season weeks are vital for for when you're young. I remember when I was a young player, um, and I wasn't too close, and I had a good pre-season. I remember I played the first game of the season and sort of never looked back. So yeah, they they both done brilliant, and and they do keep me young. You know, they're a bit immature, but you know I don't mind that they got good personality, and I think that's something you need. You know, you need to be confident to come up to the first team group and also you know give stick to the older lads. You know, give the give and take and. And you know, offer your opinion because then that the more comfortable you get with them off the pitch, you're going to then be more comfortable on the pitch as well. And I think, you know, those two in particular, not only great players but but really good lads as well. How much pride did you get from seeing Matt Johnson and Nick playing? Yeah, another one um, for me, and I say this to everyone, and, and like I say, I'll say it on camera as well. And I don't know if Bristol City fans will want to hear this or whatever. Best player in the championship, I think, um, on his day, and that's obviously the key with Ants. You know, he's maybe, from his point of view, probably not hit the heights he would have hoped for this season. He obviously missed a bit of pre-season and the start of the season, TC and Naki were, were doing brilliantly. So obviously he's found it a little bit harder to get back in, maybe find his rhythm. On his day, best player in the Championship, I think, and, and fully deserves his, his place at the World Cup. Um, you know, it's an unbelievable achievement. I remember I messaged him before he went and just said, you know, soak up every minute because I've had the experience of playing in the tournament. It's one I'll never forget and you don't want it just to pass you by like that. Um, and I, ho I hope he did. And the fact that he played as well was was really good because you can go to a World Cup and say you were involved in it and, and stuff like that. But the fact that he got some minutes and, and got on and did well and, and it's brilliant. And, you know, it's, it's fully what he deserves. And, and the club should be really proud of themselves for, for producing a player who's gone on to play in the World Cup. Disappointing, to be honest. I think if we're being honest, um, it's, it was probably half of them. It was maybe a step up uh, more so than than what that group's been used to. They haven't been in great form going into the tournament, but you know, with Wales, they always stick in there, they hang out and, and you know, they can produce in the big moments and maybe that just didn't happen. I think it's going to be hard, obviously, when your talisman's getting a little bit older and stuff like that, you can't produce maybe just as quite as regularly as he did. But, you know, for Wales to be on the World Cup stage, I think that's what people need to remember. Um, you know, a nation of that size and, and stuff like that, just to be competing at that level, we would, we would have took that, you know, 20, 30 years ago when, even 10 years ago, ranked 110th in the world and stuff like that. So three major tournaments on a spin and I'm sure hopefully some of the younger lads will be will be better for the experience and, and they can use it to try and go again. But I think the lads, knowing the lads, they would have been delighted to fly out there, but maybe a little bit disappointed flying back. Um, but yeah, a lot of high-grade strategy stuff as well. Do you think it's a case of when rather than if, if 
Yeah, you don't want to, like you say, you don't want to put pressure on his shoulders. But I feel like he can, he could probably, um, he could probably shoulder it. And the one thing I said to him as well is that just because you play for England under 19s, under 20s, that doesn't automatically mean that you're going to play for for the England first team. Um, I think he knows that, but he's certainly in the system. I think the way England will go, whether it's with Southgate or without, you know, I think they look to promote throughout people who've come within their system, don't they? So when, say, Valet Scott gets to 22, 23 and he's on the fringes of it, I think the fact that he's played under 17s, 18s, 19s, 20s will stand him in good stead. They sort of, he sort of knows the way. They'll know his character, they'll know his personality, which is obviously two pluses of, of him as a player. Um, so I'd imagine so, yeah, but, you know, he knows as, as well as anyone, you've got to go on the, the pitch and, and keep performing. He's still got stuff to learn. Um, he knows that I'm on at him about scoring more goals. He, he knows he should contribute more in, in the final third. But, but he's got the talent to do that, and that's why we've got to try and push him as much as we can. I'm not sure how much football you've you watched over the break. Is, is there anything that stood out you in the World Cup? Do you think England could go the way? Yeah, I actually do. Yeah, I think England could probably, I think they're as good as anyone um, from what I've seen. In terms of standout, I think the obvious ones in Bappes, and he, he sort of takes, he looks like he's the next one to, to fill the Messi Ronaldo hold. Um, I really like Rafael Leao, I think he's called. He plays for Portugal, the winger. I watched him against Chelsea in the Champions League as well. I thought he was brilliant. Um, he's probably the one who maybe not everyone would have would have heard of. And I, I think he's got a really big future. And then just lastly, Aiden Zemmerman is obviously has had a bit of a setback. I'm not sure if you're about to pack something in Greece. And have you had a major setback? And how would you support Aiden? Yeah, to be honest, I actually spoke about this before the Watford game and, and I was gutted for him because I've never really met a player, I think, who studies football as much as Eamon, you know, who wants to dedicate his life as, to football as much. You know, you ask him about, if you asked him, him that World Cup question, he, he would tell you 15 players who nobody's ever heard of who he's watched playing for Saudi Arabia, Iran, whoever else. He, he knows, he loves football, he just wants to be out there with a the team and, and I was gutted for him, you know, as he, he worked so hard to get back and stuff like that. And then for him to have a little setback was, was gutted, but you know, him is a strong character. Um, you know, he... I had a, a couple of setbacks last year, and it's hard at, at 33 years old to, to deal with that. So, for him at his age to be dealing with it is, is brilliant. I thought he dealt with his rehab the first one. He used to say to him, you know, he never seems to have a down day. He never seems to be feeling sorry for himself. And I know he speaks to Matty James quite a lot, and Jamo really helps him because obviously he's had a couple of knee injuries as well. Um, so he sort of knows where he's coming from. He can speak to him about his rehab or or what he's doing, and Jamo can relate to him really well in terms of how his knee's feeling, not to get too down if it's a little bit sore or swollen and stuff like that. So he knows he's got the older lads to help him, um, the lads rally around him, but for sure for him and his career, it's just a setback and, and I think he's another one who can go on to have a really good future.